Well, here we are. It is time, Simba. If you understand that reference, you might be about the age where we should be working together. It's possible. But it is now one of three times a year that I'm accepting clients for my freedom framework, overcoming food sensitivities and increasing energy without unnecessary restriction. My goal for my one-on-one clients is to take them through frameworks and explore tools for achieving 50, 80, 90% of their goals in just a few months and show them how to continue to heal on their own so they don't need me anymore. Honestly, I think we're doing great one-on-one work here, helping women that would otherwise be falling through the cracks, thinking that they're just aging, that they're just moms, that they just, and it may be true that they just have stress when really those stress hormones and their other core systems just really need some serious support and some serious love to serve them for years to come without symptoms. So if you'd like to clear inflammation, eczema, food sensitivities, or improve energy and brain clarity, I'd love to chat with you. You can book a call with me at kristabigler.com forward slash FSS, kristabigler.com forward slash FSS, and that link will be in the show notes. Okay, I just got off the phone with a girl who was thinking about becoming a client. And one of her main complaints was anxiety, but she also woke up one morning with numbness on half of her body. So this all came after kind of significant onset of stress in her job, both in 2020 and beyond. And so essentially what happens is I think she probably has a B12 deficiency. Now, let's talk about what the signs and symptoms are of a B12 deficiency and why this was like a dead ringer. And then also why a B12 deficiency is not just a B12 deficiency. So symptoms of B12 deficiency include fatigue, like serious, ugly, you have a cloud over you fatigue. And then some other really like common ones are numbness and tingling in the hands and the feet. But here are some other potentials. So just having poor memory and depression is a cofactor and also anemia. So how do we absorb and use B12? Essentially, we need to be able to break down animal proteins or animal products with good stomach acid and absorb with intrinsic factor and take into the body. So there's a lot of reasons that this doesn't happen. Once upon a time, I had interviewed Chris Masterjohn and he talked about how he was plant-based or vegan for a while. And then two years into it, he became very anxious. And so in vegan diets, there's no animal proteins. So there's actually no source of B12 naturally. They need to take B12 exogenously or through a supplement. But also there's issues with if you don't break down proteins, which if you're having a B12 issue, you probably have an issues with proteins and minerals as well. And so if you're not breaking those down, you're not getting amino acids, which are the backbone to neurotransmitters. So it's really going to affect what's going on in your neuro and your mood and et cetera. So neuropathies and numbness and tingling are a really significant sign of B12 issues. And I've also seen this with other 30-somethings. I remember this other girl said, I think her dad had had a heart attack young I mean, his uh, 40s or 50s. And she said, I just was afraid I was having you know, something like that. So sources of B12 include, again, animal products, right? All types of meats, eggs, milk, milk products. So B12 is essential for red blood cell production and iron function. But I want to talk about why it's so darn common. And I would say it's extremely common. So again, it's absorbed in the small intestine once from those animal products. And so 
your diet will make a difference. It's very common as people age. But if I see a B12 deficiency, I'm usually thinking, oh, you have gut issues. Because if you're having reduced stomach acid, which is a whole topic in itself, and you're not breaking down proteins or animal products and absorbing them, then you're going to have low B12. So I love to see a low B12. I love to see it on paper, but it's not the real root cause. It's actually the sign of something bigger. So what about B12 supplementation? Well, in this girl's case, she has high anxiety. So she needs a particular type of B12. I have seen in practice that using sublingual B12 or something a liquid under the tongue where you absorb through the gums is a lot more efficient and faster than trying to take a capsule or a lozenge. It just seems to be more effective, my clients say. So I tend to go that way and I pick the form depending on anxiety or not anxiety. So if you're a little more prone to anxiety, the adenohydroxy B12 is a little bit better and it's a little bit more expensive than the methylcobalamin. In conventionally, you can have B12 tested. It does have a big reference range. I think it's like 300 to 1,000 or 300 to 1,200. And so since it's so big, I would just recommend if it's trending low, it doesn't hurt to like experiment with it. B12 is a water-soluble vitamin, so not really risk for overdose technically. So hope that helps. Just wanted to share a little clinical pearl. You know, I've really spent some time reflecting on my own phases of burnout this year and past years, and I know I'm not the only one that has gone through or goes through these peaks and valleys. And while sometimes you need lows to appreciate the highs in life, some valleys are pretty difficult for both your mind and your body in a very literal physical way. This year, I'm feeling really pulled to help others work through burnout, nourish their adrenals, mind, body, and spirit, and have some incredible things in store to help you feel refreshed and renewed. I invite you to take my quiz, Are You Approaching Burnout?, to assess your stress resilience and find out more about how to help you overcome it. Go to kristabigler.com forward slash burnout to take that quiz, and it'll also be in the show notes.